0: to episode 20 of the Badland Girls. I'm Ria. And I'm Destiny. And uh, just a little behind the scenes, uh, we actually tried to record this once already, and then six minutes in, my power got cut off because they were working on some branches that fell on a wire. So that was fun. But we're back. We're back and we're going yes. to do this whole episode and hopefully my power won't go out because gotta tell you, I'm sick of that. <laughs> <laughs> well how are you doing
1: i'm good i uh spent some time with my nephews the other day got my hair done got my nails done it was a it was a nice weekend i'm so how are you
0: i'm doing good, good too. too uh uh this august has been a little bit of a lot because i've just been having a lot of back pain related to my cpap because i used to toss and turn a lot with my sleep apnea and now that it's being treated, I'm like silent and I don't move. So I'm like a dead body. And oh. uh, my living body is like, hey, you, we don't like that you are our dead body now. So <laughs> I have all these new aches and pains. But I figured out some solutions. Like I got a, a wedge to like elevate me and that helped. And I used a heating pad for a long time. And then just, you know, over-the-counter pain meds. And that seems to help take care of most of it
1: good i'm glad because being in pain especially when you're trying to sleep or anytime really is is just the worst
0: oh yes i agree i don't like it and uh i have a lot of weird anxiety related to the pandemic that seems to leak out and invade any space it possibly can so i have this too (laughs) you're not alone i mean it makes me feel bad but it makes me feel good that i'm not alone
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
0: I get what you mean. But I just noticed this recently where I was like, is this just pandemic anxiety? And I'm like, oh, yeah, it it just it just kind of just oozes out of me and then just kind of like ekes its way into other aspects of my life. And I have to really kind of ground myself to to uh, kind of rein it in one day at a time, deep breaths and one day at a time. That is my advice. That is wonderful advice. Thank you.
1: I appreciate it very much. (laughs) Hope it helps. I uh, understand completely. Oh, man.
0: (sighs) So uh, before we get started on our uh, regulars, I want to let everyone know that um, this October, since it's uh, the peak of uh, me and Destiny's power is in October. We are going to be dropping an episode weekly for y'all where we're going to talk about our movie plans, our reading plans, just how we plan on being spooky for the entire month of October. And I'm very excited about it.
1: Yes, look forward to that. We're going to pack your October full of spooky goodness. Yes,
0: uh, Halloween is the best holiday. Uh, I got really pissed off today because I was on Omaha Public Library's website looking at the recently reviewed CDs, and they were all Christmas CDs. This city sucks. Wow. What the fuck are people listening to Christmas
1: music <laughs> already in August? It, I yes! mean, it's a few days before September that we're recording this, <laughs> and I am appalled.
0: <laughs> it was like it's like a like a like twenty CDs like that they had in the recently reviewed. A scrolling thing 10 of them were christmas cds
1: that is wild i, know. I can't wrap my mind around that i don't <laughs> like christmas music at christmas there's like a handful of songs i enjoy that i've made a playlist of and i just stick to that when i'm in the mood but it is a very very brief mood
0: <laughs> same like i like the decorations uh but i get real sick of christmas really quick Like, I realized that I realized that very quickly. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah, Christmas is coming. It's like right after Thanksgiving. I'm like, Christmas is coming. I'm excited. And then like two weeks before Christmas, I'm like, this holiday is stupid and I want it to be over.
1: Uh It's a stressful time. Well, it can be. So I just I just don't like winter. Yeah, that's true. Me too. (laughs) I like fall. I, I I was born in winter. Winter makes me miserable. I, I like my birthday, I guess. But the season that it is in, I am not a fan of. I but like yeah, your birthday, too, weird. because
0: your birthday is so close after New Year's, and you're like the bubbliest, happiest person. And so it's fun celebrating you so, and Aww. a new year at the same time.
1: It's <laughs> very sweet of you to say. Uh, that's makes true. me feel good. Because I feel like that's when I'm like my saddest. But if I'm bubbly, if I if I'm... Showing bubbly, then I, I will take it. Wow. Internet hugs. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, uh, to get into our regulars, uh, what was the last movie you watched? The
1: last movie I watched was a part of this Hulu feature-length... Uh, or they did a series of feature-length movies called Into the Dark, and I watched the last one of whatever season that was, called Pure, directed by Hannah McPherson, about uh daughter's day have you heard of this the thing where the girls pledge their virginities to their fathers
0: okay i knew about that but i didn't know that was the name of it ew
1: yeah it's called daughter's day like essentially like they get purity rings they commit to being virgins and their dads are the ones that like protect their virginity it's a real thing so this movie pure is a horror film set around a camp, or or, excuse me, the setting is a camp where one of these like purity, it's leading up to a purity ball, and the girls uh, that are the protagonists sort of summon the spirit of Lilith on a lark, and what they don't realize is she's like a dark entity and she's out to get them. It was fun. Like, it wasn't the scariest movie, nor was it the best written movie, but I still had a good time. Okay, okay, cool. I might check out the other into the dark movies. Are they all horror films? They're all horror films and they're all based on holidays, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah, an Interesting holiday to choose. (laughs) Yeah, I thought so too. It's really interesting. I like the lead actress apparently is a YouTuber. I forgot to look up her name, but I was impressed with her. And then like the rest of the actors were all on shows I had never heard of. Oh, okay interesting <laughs> they were all young yeah
0: no it's it was a cool movie and it was on Hulu you said
1: yep okay hulu.com okay.
0: all right I will look this up because this sounds very interesting I've always been creeped out by the idea of of a purity ball and uh, I'd like I like the fact that it's kind of centered around a horror theme so I definitely want to check that out
1: yeah yeah it's 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 spooky woods spooky woods and weird dark entity and uh Special effects are ridiculous. But yeah, no, it's, it's, it was a fun time. I, I can't say I didn't have fun. Uh, I love spooky woods. You know, I wish something <laughs> spooky
0: would happen to me in the woods. No, I don't. Because I'm never... I think never would shit myself.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I am never in the woods for that very reason. You will not catch me out in these woods.
0: Yeah. Like, I'm really nervous about ticks all of a sudden. They're gross. Yeah. Uh, a friend of mine, a friend of ours, Rob... He told me his daughter had a tick on her. And I'm like, how the fuck did that happen?
1: Yeah, where did she go? I have no idea. I just... They spread disease. They're very icky. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, What was the last movie you watched?
0: The last movie I watched that I'd like to talk about is uh, Suicide Squad by James Gunn. Uh, Oh,
1: I've heard good things. I haven't watched it yet.
0: It is a lot of fun like I'm really happy that DC gave him the freedom to be as uh, violent and weird as he wanted because the the film has an R rating and he uh, for those who don't know James Gunn you know he cut his teeth in trauma films so he is a very weird boy and he has always been a weird boy and um, to see that you know applied to a superhero film, uh, it was like taking Guardians of the Galaxy
1: to the next level. <laughs> I really liked it. I'm going to have to watch it. I think it's still streaming. I don't know what the cutoff date is for it. But I think it's probably mid-September, it. I think. Oh, good. I can watch it this week then.
0: Yeah. it's. Um, uh, Idris Elba is really good in it. And, um uh, I really enjoyed John Cena, who apparently is getting his own spinoff show
1: <laughs> of his character. Really?
0: Yeah. Huh. Uh, John okay. Cena was a delight in this. All the actors are a delight. Margot Robbie kills it, of course, as Harley Quinn. But um, I was a real big fan of all the new characters they introduced, especially uh, Ratcatcher. Catcher. Uh, I thought her character was really interesting.
1: Oh, I'm going to have to watch it. Like, I didn't see the first one because I heard it was balls terrible. Oh, and God, then, like, yes. everyone liked this movie. So I'm very, like, intrigued at the, the good sequel to the bad movie. Yeah, it's just like,
0: oh, man. Like, the first movie, like, it had Will Smith. And Will Smith was, was is always uh, good, fun to watch. And, of course, it had Margot Robbie, who was also good. But then it had that really off-putting Joker Uh, Jared Leto
1: in the first one that just killed it for me. (laughs) Yeah, that's like the main reason I wouldn't see it. I was like, I can't stand for this representation of Joker.
0: (laughs) It's so bad. And then the villain in the first movie is also atrociously stupid. And (sighs) that movie is just all over the place. Uh, This movie felt way more cohesive and it really uh, capitalized on the, uh, the... the breadth of the talent of the actors, which I feel like the, the first movie squandered terribly. And, uh, I, I'm re- I liked it a lot and it, <laughs> it's very unique and, uh, it's really funny. Uh, I, let me know what you think when you do end up, uh, watching it. Cause I'd love to hear your thoughts.
1: Okay. Yeah. I'll let you know as soon as I, uh, give it a viewing.
0: Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Um, uh, yeah, that's all I want to say. I, I enjoyed it. I was very happy that it was on HBO Max. So <laughs> that made me happy. I have
1: so many streaming services now. I might as well just have cable. Dude, what the hell? Me too. Like... <laughs> <laughs> At this
0: point, I have so many. I'm so behind on all this shit. Like, I forgot that two episodes of Lower Decks dropped. And I'm like, I haven't even watched those yet.
1: And I love that Lower show. Decks, Lower Decks is so good. Fuck! It's is it so better than good. season one? Uh... Okay, well, I mean, it's too early to tell, but I am loving it. Like, there was a joke. They had this, um, (laughs) one of the characters likes to collect autographs from different, like, bridge crew that he meets. And he has a commemorative plate of Tom Paris from Star Trek Voyager. (laughs) And they actually sell the plate. And we, like, ordered it. We pre-ordered the plate.
0: Oh, man, you have to take a picture of it when you get
1: the plate. I'm so excited. It's got uh, the animated, like, Lower deck style Tom Paris on it with Voyager. I'm uh, so hyped. But, yes, if amazing. you're not watching, if you like Star Trek and you're not watching Star Trek Lower Decks, you're missing out because it is made for Star Trek fans. It's got so many little Easter eggs and cute little references. And it's a really fun show. It reminds me of, um, like, an early aughts webcomic, kind of. Oh, like, the vibe, such
0: a cool comparison.
1: It, I mean that in the nicest way possible. It just has this. <sighs> Uh, early aughts webcomic vibes that I can't figure out why but it just does oh, nice. and I love it to pieces
0: nice alright well let's move on to ah oh, Badland Girl Girl, that's my jam Destiny what's your jam?
1: <laughs> to the surprise of no one it's a Sufjan Stevens song uh, <laughs> he's been doing a lot this year he teamed up with Angelo D'Augustine and they decided that they were gonna do this thing where they were gonna watch a bunch of movies. They like, like rented a cabin, they watched a bunch of movies what like every night, and then during the day they would write songs loosely based off of the movies they watched with like a first thought, best thought philosophy. So the album is called A Beginner's Mind and it comes out later in September. Um, but the songs are all based on movies. So my jam is based on Clash of the Titans, and it is called Olympus. And it's just this, like, really pretty folk song. Like, uh, Sufjan's doing folk music again, so I'm there. And I'm, I'm really, like, in love with the concept of this album. There's songs based on Return to Oz. There's songs based on... Um, you know I can't remember any of the other movies off the top of my head. But uh, one of the things they did was... You know how in... Some countries, like, poorer countries, they will have, like, I mean, I guess they do this here, but they don't really have the same cachet. But, like, in Ghana, there's this, like, mobile VHS, or not VHS, I guess it would be DVD now, like, sort of culture. And the movie posters are hand-painted based on, like, scant information that they get from the uh, synopsis of the films. Mm Mm-hmm. And they got an artist who's famous for doing those. His name's Daniel Anum Jasper, and he did the album art for this album, just based on, like, little bits of information that they gave him. Uh, So it kind of looks like a bootleg movie poster. That's so cool. Yeah, I'm super in love with, like, the entire concept. I already pre-ordered the album on vinyl, and I'm I'm ready.
0: That's really (laughs) awesome. Well, you got me hooked with the two movies that... Uh, you told me I Clash of the Titans is a beloved favorite of mine, as is Return to Oz. So I I'm gonna check this out. This sounds amazing.
1: Yeah, it's they're loosely loosely based, so don't expect like a uh, synopsis of the film in the songs. But so far they've been really awesome. I I just think the concept is great.
0: Awesome, awesome, awesome. I love this.
1: What's your jam?
0: Well, friends, it's finally happened. The family feud that has kept her music off streaming for almost 20 years is over. And all of Aaliyah's albums are dropping on streaming. Finally. So, wow. <laughs> first of all, I I learned just uh, by looking shit up that I didn't know that it was family drama that was causing them to be off streaming for as long as they w- as they did. I
1: didn't know that. I assumed it was a record label thing.
0: No, apparently, well, because of the circumstances of her death, for those of you who don't know, she died very young. I think she was 22 uh, in a plane crash after filming a music video. And uh, because of that, she was so young and the the death was very sudden. She didn't have a will. And so then the family just spent decades just arguing over who owned her music and how it was going to be released. And then what ended up happening is that all of her albums went out of print and none of them went on streaming. Like a few years ago I went online cause I'm like, I want to listen to an Aaliyah song and I couldn't find any. And I was like, well maybe I'll just buy a cheap CD. Yeah. The CDs are hundreds of dollars on like eBay and Amazon and stuff. And I had uh, no
1: idea they'd gone out of print.
0: Yeah. There's a really uh, nice long read about what exactly went on that kept them off streaming for so long. And I'll link it in the uh, relevant link section of our podcast. But I just was I was just so flabbergasted because she's so influent. Her short career was so influential that I I'm so happy that she's now going to be back on streaming. So the first album they dropped was uh, I believe is it is the album called One in a Million. Uh, that sounds right. Yeah, it is. And so my jam this week is the title track off that album, One in a Million, which is one of my favorite songs and.
1: That song's a banger. Yes. Oh, on man. and on and
0: on. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that really strikes me now that I'm older is just this amazing ambient noise of crickets in the background of the entire track. And it gives it this kind of like, like this kind of like, like city at night feel. It's just amazing. Like, I can't wait to re-listen to her whole catalog. They'll be dropping them slowly. Onto streaming services over the next couple of weeks, but yes, Aaliyah's back, everybody. We can all rejoice.
1: <laughs> was she 16 when that album came out?
0: Yeah, I think she was. She was a super young. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. Mm. Sorry, I just started thinking about R. Kelly. Ugh, God. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. Sorry to pollute everyone's uh, time with with that, but yeah, no, she was amazing. And I'm really glad that her legacy will be intact and she will be introduced to younger generations. And that's going to be really cool. Because I I remember the day she died. I was with a friend and I just like, I wasn't even like, I was a fan, but I wasn't like a huge fan. But for some reason, that one shook me to my core. I don't know if it was because it was so sudden and like just the way it happened. Mm -hmm. But I remember being so shocked it like messed up my night.
0: She was starting to appear in some like really interesting genre films. Like she was in Romeo must die with Jet Li and then she was Mm -hmm. uh, in Queen of the Damned and her film choices really appealed to me as a young goth. (laughs) I actually have a print on my wall of a drawing of her by Jen Bartel as the queen of the Damned. (laughs) She's holding a flaming heart in her hand. And uh, so I've always been a huge fan of hers. And it's so interesting to think about, but like when I was that age, like in my late teens, like uh, the deaths of Lisa Left Eye Lopez and Aaliyah, like they left such a lasting imprint on me and pop culture. I remember Missy Elliott constantly uh, honoring them in her music videos uh, with like uh, graffiti art and stuff. And she wore a jacket with both of their faces on it and shit. And I, I remember just, that. Yeah, and it just—it's so weird to me that, like, like so very few people even have never heard her
1: music. Yeah, because <laughs> so it's been, twenty-one years. Yeah, or twenty I, years. Twenty years. Yeah. yeah,
0: and so it makes me really happy that her stuff is finally coming back to streaming because, uh, I I just really like her. I've always really liked her stuff. So.
1: Yeah, no, she was a bit of a baby bat. She loved uh, nine inch nails and she had a bit of a goth streak. Oh, I love it.
0: <laughs> uh, there's a book uh, by this really uh, famous hip hop journalist about a biography of her uh, short career in life called Baby Girl, better known as Aaliyah. And I convinced our library to buy it so I can read it.
1: <laughs> huh, I might check that out. Yeah, yeah she was really something. Yeah.
0: All right. Well, Destiny kind of teased me a little bit uh, before we started recording, but now we're going to get into it. Uh, What have you been watching on YouTube lately?
1: (laughs) What I've been watching on YouTube is Chris Remo, who, if you were a video game podcast listener or a video game podcast fan in the aughts, like, or I guess the teens, I don't know, uh, Idle Thumbs was his podcast, and it was this great video game podcast. And he has a YouTube channel. And one day he just updated his YouTube channel for the first time in a long time. And he's like, I'm going to solve the New York Times daily crossword puzzle. I've been doing this 900 days in a row. And I'm going to post a video of me solving this every day. So my circle of friends have all gotten super into the New York Times daily crossword puzzle.
0: Okay, I have noticed this, and I was going to ask you about this because I am on Twitter. I sometimes go on social media, and I've noticed that you have been posting your completion times for this, and I'm like, what is she doing? And I, it's been in the back of my mind, so I love this.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's every night at 9 p.m. It drops. Uh, it, it starts out really easy. Monday's puzzle, usually a breeze, usually takes me about half an hour, sometimes a little longer if, if you know, I'm, like, stuck on stuff, Uh. Then, as the week goes on, it gets harder. Hardest puzzle being... Well, the longest puzzle is Sunday, but the hardest puzzle is Saturday. Um, I didn't know and it so worked me, like that. Yep. Me, Em, and Jackson get on a call, and we do the Thursday through Saturday puzzles together. So much fun.
0: This is so cute. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> I've been into... Oh, my God. Uh, I... You know, I know a lot of people really love the New York Times crossword puzzle, but I've never really thought about it very much. And I had no idea it escalated in terms of difficulty over the week.
1: Yo, I am on a 19 day streak of doing it in a row. And I've been pretty good about not Googling anything. I think I maybe Googled a couple on a puzzle recently, but I I really try not to Google anything. Like I just try to guess as best I can.
0: See, you're really good at this because, as I've learned in the last uh, handful of game nights, Destiny has a lot of knowledge in her head, and she can. I have so much
1: useless trivia. (laughs) She can cream
0: anyone in a guess the song thing. We had another (laughs) guess. We had another guess the song thing, guys, at Tracy's birthday party, and again, she creamed. Well, she almost creamed Bruce, our friend Bruce, beat her by one point. One point.
1: Yep. But it was still older music than me.
0: Yeah, but still. Like the first 5, she got the first 5 in a row and I'm like I'm I'm dead. I'm just like bury me. i
1: was like I don't I know. It, it's a combination of watching way too much VH1 as a kid and also just being like really into categorizing things by decade as a kid. So like I wanted to know everything about the 70s, everything about the 80s. Like I was just a weird nerdy kid. I read almanacs for fun. I read encyclopedias for fun. Trivia was just a way of life when I was a kid.
0: <laughs> that's amazing. But it's, it's oh, that's so cool. It makes you, like, perfect for doing
1: crosswords. Oh, it's so funny. And, well, the thing about the, cro- the New York one is, uh, I don't know about other newspapers' crosswords, but they, like, have a rhythm to them. And so the more you do them, you kind of get the, like, little gimmicks and words that they use often like there's words they just use almost in every puzzle so when you get a certain hint you're like oh it's that again mm. and so you kind of get the hang of it and it makes it easier the more you do
0: that's amazing that's so cool oh my gosh. <laughs> that was totally not cool. what even though i'd seen it on twitter that was totally not what i was expecting you to say at all
1: oh and, that's so funny and the
0: fact that it's related to idle thumb somehow also not expecting that at all
1: yeah yeah well, that podcast is never coming back but he is killing it on youtube shout out to chris remo with that because like it's, it's it's almost everybody in like my little internet circle of friends is playing this crossword puzzle every day
0: amazing <laughs> amazing oh man <laughs> well as far as what i've been watching on youtube lately it is just a series of bts videos <laughs>
1: you showed us if you last time we hung out in person she put on some bts videos and they were very colorful and catchy
0: yeah uh bts
1: was a crossword puzzle answer on monday oh what was the
0: what was the question or the
1: it was essentially like first k-pop group to get number one billboard song or something like that something really easy
0: nice yeah, so what I'm interested in now... So they just opened up... So uh, BTS used to be under a... Well, they still are under Big Hit Entertainment. But they rebranded their bigger company to something called HYBE that now includes a bunch of United States acts in it. It's a very big uh, public music production company that's not only Korean, South Korean-based, but also global. So they opened up a new building. And I guess there's a whole interactive mu- museum in the building about BTS... And I have watched two six minute videos of BTS members (laughs) going through and checking out this museum. And it looks really cool. Like, if you're, even if you're not a BTS fan, like they have like full rooms where every screen is a, uh, every wall is a screen and there's all this cool stuff that comes out and it has paintings and just like all this interactive shit. And the cutest one was that two of the members, uh, Suga and Jimin, went together. And of course, there's a gift shop at the end. And then Suga's like, let's see what stuff they have. And then he just throws like 15 hoodies into his basket. And as he's doing it, he's going (laughs) extra large, extra large, like in English, extra large. (laughs) It's, It's so cute. But it's it's fascinating. Uh, they had like a tour guide, and they were looking at this one exhibit, and they said, "Oh, this is very popular with the fans." And I'm like, "Oh, that seems like a really cool place. I love a good interactive museum." And I would I miss going to museums actually.
1: To be totally I'm honest with museums you, museums too. Somebody oh. on my Instagram feed was at a museum, and I was like, "Oh, I'm jealous." <laughs> yeah. Uh, my favorite so museum
0: jealous. I ever went to was I think that one that you and I went to, Destiny. Uh, oh the the toy toy museum yes yes where was that was that kansas city (laughs) that was in kansas city uh we went to go see my favorite murder in kansas city a a few years ago now and uh we had the day so i i looked up what museums were there and there was this toy museum and miniatures and that place was so cool (laughs)
1: yeah they had a bunch of miniatures and doll houses and like a, a gallery of the history of toys and creepy dolls and oh there was all kinds of stuff in there Yeah, i don't remember the name of the museum
0: i think it was just but... called the uh miniature and toy museum i still have okay. my little booklet i bought from when i was there
1: nice i still have the black raggedy Ann you got me which oh i'm in love with oh my god love that thing oh uh, yeah me too well, oh yeah, cool m- museums. Oh, yes. what were you going to say? Sorry, you were going to transition to the next topic.
0: I totally was, but that's totally fine. So <laughs> we don't have any like really gripping meat and potatoes for you guys today. Uh, but we do want to talk about TikTok because I finally caved and got a TikTok.
1: One <laughs> After- of us, one of us.
0: <laughs> the thing that convinced me was I attended this virtual book bash that the library was holding where a bunch of um, uh, curators of the library talked about their favorite books. Apparently it was in person before the pandemic, but then the last two were virtual. And I thought it was really cool to like, you know, get book recommendations. I'm always down for that. And the last woman who uh, presented her collection of books said she was addicted to book talk. And the way she talked about it made it sound so interesting. So I immediately signed up for TikTok and I just got hooked. And I, I love it so much. It's like my new favorite social media app.
1: It's a lot. It reminds me of Vine. I yes. Like people, it's they, they hate on it. But I'm like, if you liked Vine, you would love TikTok. I don't see what the hate is. I think And it's like, really, like, once the algorithm finds you, you don't see a lot of kids on there. Yeah, that's true.
0: Uh, it probably has the best algorithm of any social media website right now. I feel like I oh. get really, uh, really irritated at the algorithms on Facebook and Instagram. And that probably is a lot me because on those platforms, I'm friends with a lot of real life people I know. So I want to see their content in some sort of order and I don't get it, which irritates the shit out of me. But um, mm-hmm. TikTok, I don't actually know any, like very many people on there. So I don't mind like consuming all this content and also, I don't know what it but I think just the fact that everyone on TikTok is kind of playing and having fun. The the kind of uh, what's what am I saying? The kind of like, you know, a uh, phoniness thing that people often bring up with Instagram and Facebook like that's their best life, their life's not that perfect. It doesn't really come into play that often in TikTok cuz everyone's playing on there. So you know that it's not real. Does that make sense?
1: Right. Yeah
0: that makes sense so i mean like i feel like you know instagram has kind of curated this identity of like look at my picture perfect life like look at look at how great everything is and then you have the kind of like reaction to that where it's like no one's life is perfect blah 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 blah. and then i just i never got that vibe from tiktok or at least i haven't maybe it is my algorithm who knows but uh yeah it it could be your algorithm Yeah, I just feel like everyone on there, you know, because of the kind of like meme videos and just the content that's created, everyone's kind of like, you know, everyone is kind of performing already. So it doesn't feel like uh, as phony as it does on Instagram sometimes.
1: Right. I I get what you're saying. That makes sense. What I was going to ask you is what does the algorithm think you like? Who does it think you are like? Uh, For example, for me, it definitely knows I'm some flavor of queer, because almost all my videos are queer. It thinks I'm non-binary, which, who knows? It's up in the air. Uh, Definitely leftist, some sort of, some flavor of goth, some flavor of indie, definitely older millennial, who definitely has depression and anxiety, uh, and enjoys drag queens, cute babies, and dogs. Wow. It knows you well. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, and I didn't even bring up witch talk. Like, yeah, I get a lot of witch talk.
0: Nice. For me, it's a lot of uh, cats. This is unsurprising <laughs> to anyone. Uh, it knows that I like uh, animation and uh, creators of that. I started following Dan Povenmire, who created was one of the creators of Phineas and Ferb, and he is a delight to follow. Um... It knows I am a fan of of K-pop, but also knows that I'm older because it it put me on the uh, radar of this 62 year old woman who loves K-pop, and I love following her. She Aww, is the cute. best. And then it knows I love books because I actually I post some videos myself of like comic panels I like and books I've been reading.
1: Yeah, and, you actually post. I yeah. need to post. I, I I'm afraid to post.
0: Oh, why? It's fun.
1: I just, I, just I, I have a thing about social, I just don't have anything to say. Like, I'll, I'll think of something. Maybe I'll do something silly.
0: You always have something to say. You're always so interesting.
1: Oh, thank you. I have a, I have two podcasts. Of course I have things to say. But like, <laughs> I, it's my own insecurity talking. It's my yeah, own insecurity. It.
0: It, it definitely it knows I love books and reading and it probably thinks I'm a librarian because it often gives me librarian
1: TikToks. <laughs> it thought I was an ex-Mormon for a while. And it was me a lot of ex-Mormon what? videos. Because I liked them? one. There was this girl that went viral for showing off her wedding garments that you're not supposed to show, like the undergarments. Oh. And uh, I liked one of her videos. And so it started sending me a bunch of like ex-Mormon videos and people who had left cults. Oh, and wow. It was It was a lot. It was a lot.
0: <laughs> well, I get a lot of Disney content, too. Uh, oh, that's
1: interesting. I don't get any. <laughs> I,
0: I follow Disney parks and oh. uh, and uh, so I get a lot of Disney content as well, where it's like just their, their cute little videos. Uh, I liked one video of their ice cream and then I got like 17 videos of Disney food and I'm like, well, now I'm just hungry.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of some people to recommend you. Um, are you following Ghost Honey? No, I don't know who this is. Ghost Honey is this really cute guy that lives in California with his husband, Ji Jihao, who loves plants. And he just makes these funny, short, like, sketches. And they often become surreal. And he... His brand is Gentle Chaos. Ooh. And he's just a sweet darling. Like, he, uh... Paints pictures of food he likes to eat and loves Pokemon. I don't know, he's just a sweetie. I really like him. Uh... I'm, I'm blanking out on like everybody else I follow. I follow Hank Green. He's a good follow. A lot of science facts, uh, dad jokes. Um, there's, um, oh, there's so many. There's so many. I follow this guy Kevin James Thornton who like does these auto tune songs where he tells. They're not songs. He does. He speaks in into an auto tuner. And tell stories about his life when he like used to be a fundamentalist Christian in, oh in a goodness. rock band. <laughs> and oh, they're so funny. They're such funny stories. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of interesting shit on TikTok. I love when people just like tell stories from their life. I like a lot of that. Um, so I get a lot of that. Like people just being like, I did this thing when I was uh, 16 and it was funny. A lot of that.
0: That's awesome. I'll look up this ghost honey. That sounds right up my alley.
1: Yeah, ghost honey is probably my favorite TikTok follow. Um, Bob the Drag Queen's a fun follow. Let's see if I can go to my TikTok follows without making TikTok go loudly into my my, (laughs) phone.
0: Yeah, that's the only downside. Is that right when you go into it, it's like, watch this
1: video. Right. Like, let's not. Um, who do I follow that you would like? Burr I am comedy. B-U-R-R underscore I am comedy. It's this lady. She's just this funny black lady who has has a white husband and they just go on little adventures throughout Chicago. And a lot of the humor is like him being so ridiculously white. Oh my God. <laughs> like, that is hysterical yeah that's just his brand. Um, he's very funny. Uh, I follow. I don't know I don't I don't actually follow a lot. There's just a lot that I end up watching. so yeah, TikTok is a weird journey.
0: yeah
1: um i, I I'm having fun on there, but I'm gonna have to i'm I'm gonna have to take up the challenge of like posting stuff because I noticed you and Tracy post stuff and I'm like, I could po- I could post about the books I'm reading. Yeah. I could do a book talk. Yes, I'm reading a bunch of shit. So maybe that's what I'll do.
0: Uh, Mayim Bialik is fun to follow uh, for celebrities to follow. Uh, Is she still anti-vax? No, no, I don't think so.
1: Okay. Okay, I (laughs) I would not follow her if that was true. (laughs) Right. Well, she she was for years. So that's why I was like, I don't know. But uh, I haven't seen the Big Bang th- her on the Big Bang Theory. But I do like that she's a celebrity again, because I loved Blossom growing up. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: I also really like um, uh my favorite like non-famous Twitter is the Little Puff. That Little Puff. It's a cat that watches viral um, cooking hacks and then tries to recreate them. And in doing so, uh, exposes when the cooking hack is obviously fake, or when it actually <laughs> is a legitimate cooking hack. And the the sound effects they use, the 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 way they do it, it's one of the cutest, funniest, most clever series I watch. And the my the little bonus is that behind the cat, as it's making the food, uh, is always a poster of BTS for
1: some reason. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. That's
0: cute. Uh, It's so funny because they use fake paws to like show the cat stirring. And then if it needs like more delicate action on the paws will be fake little doll hands. It's hysterical. (laughs) Um, That's probably my favorite. Um, And I also recently just got into this super nerdy, um, enthusiastic uh, TikToker named pixelated Erica, where she just talks about like, her extreme love for nerdy shit. She's a huge fan of Darth Maul from Star Wars. She loves Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Like she likes all the big name uh, geek stuff, but she's really energetic and funny. And I
1: really enjoy her
0: videos quite a bit.
1: <laughs> That's cute. I There's so many people I need to follow that, that I come across a lot. Like there's this girl that like forages food in her neighborhood and shows you how to cook weird plants oh
0: wow and that's
1: so cool yeah yeah it's there's so many cool people just doing cool shit uh and that's what i like about it yeah because uh, you can just see that and i don't know i don't understand the TikTok hate like i i could like when i first got it i was like it's just people copying each other but i don't know it, it's gotta when you get the right algorithm it's got a unique interesting look at humanity yeah. uh overall
0: for a good uh, lo- local plug, uh, the Nebraska Humane Society TikTok is amazingly good.
1: Ooh, I'm going to have to follow that. I don't follow that.
0: Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite recent videos that popped up on my feed was they have a cart. It looks like one of those big laundry carts that you see in like public buildings, except there's a, there's a little like laminated piece of paper on the outside that says puppy cart. And then he put his camera in there, and it was all these puppies just whimpering. It was the best video I've ever seen. (laughs)
1: Puppies. (laughs) The dog TikTok I get the most is, I think her name's Bunny, and she has this, like, device where she can communicate with her owner. Oh. So, like, she'll push, when she's sleepy, she'll push sleep bed go to bed and then like when she wants to play she'll click outside outside and uh that's the tiktok dog i follow <laughs> oh, i've never heard of this tiktok dog yeah it's really cool like it's baffling scientists because they were like we didn't know they could communicate like this
0: i think uh one of my um co-workers that i follow on instagram just posted something that south korea now legalized legally recognizes pets as sentient beings So like dogs and cats.
1: Wow. Yeah. Huh.
0: I'll have to read more into that. I just, I just scrolled past it and I was like, Oh yay. Everyone respect Thor as a human. I don't know. (laughs) Respect
1: Thor as a human. (laughs) Oh boy.
0: But yeah, TikTok is a lot of fun. So thank you for talking about it so much. And I'm glad that I finally got into it because it is super fun.
1: Yeah, I'll do my duty to try to send you some interesting ones that come my way. I I, uh, like doing that to people, so.
0: Oh, yes, that's (laughs) super fun. Rob will occasionally send me the random cat video, and I always appreciate a cat video no matter where it's being sent from. (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's awesome.
0: Well, my friends, I think that does it for this week's episode. Of Badland Girls. Thank you so much for listening. You can uh, find more information about this specific episode and the show as a whole on our network, which is the Abnormal Mapping Network. And we are at abnormalmapping.com slash Girls. And uh, you can email us. Email us some stuff. Email yeah, us stuff.
1: Yeah, we don't stuff. get emails. Email us. Girls at gmail.com, please. Yes. We want to know. Us We're doing Girls. stuff. Yeah, yeah, we're doing Halloween got... stuff.
0: Tell us what you want us to look at for Halloween.
1: <laughs> yeah, tell us like give us some horror movie recommendations. Uh, tell us what you're gonna what your costume's gonna be if you're going anywhere. If you're not going anywhere, what are your plans? Just let us know what you're up to. Yeah, we want to know.
0: And uh, you can find this podcast on your favorite podcatching app like uh, Stitcher or I- Apple Podcasts or uh, Spotify. But uh, yeah, until next time. Oh, wait, before we do that. (laughs) I also want to let everyone know that Destiny is on another podcast called Repertory
1: Screenings. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We're going to watch The Life of Brian uh, this week. Oh, my God. Really? Oh, that movie's so good. We're doing a comedy for once.
0: (laughs) That's exciting. Life of Brian is fun.
1: I like that movie, too.
0: Yeah. All right, now that I've done that. Okay,
1: until next (laughs) time. Thank
0: you. Always (laughs) pizza
1: rolls.